everybody, it's your boy Vince Taki coming at you from the Nashville, the North, Brooklyn, New York. This is Two-Tone Nation. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, missed last week after the New Orleans loss. Uh, holiday season's got in the way. Unfortunately, wasn't able to record that for you guys. But very excited to come at you with the final regular season episode of the year. Coming off a 35-14 win against division rival Houston Texans in Houston. To clinch the sixth seed in the wild in the wild card spot in the AFC playoffs, congratulations to our Tennessee Titans getting it done. Uh, it was a nine and seven season. It was a, a crazy crazy road along the way with a two and four start. Made a quarterback switch week seven that ended up being the difference. Tannehill going seven and three um, over the last two months or so of the season, three months nearly. Props to him for making the difference. Props to the team for hanging in there, playing resilient football, and props to the coaching staff for guiding them along the way. Uh, anyone who's listened to this show knows that I am overly critical. Um, I, I tend to freak out the smallest things. My criticism spans uh, far and wide, but just do want to give credit where credit's due to Mike Vrabel and his staff, Art Smith, Dean Pease. Uh, down, down, down the way to the position coaches. Those guys really did a, a bang-up job getting the, getting the team focused week in, week out. It's hard to win in the NFL. Um, it's hard to win more games than you lose, and that's exactly what we did. Um, guys, guys uh, offense blew up down the Tannehill stretch, averaging over 30 points a game. Arthur Smith truly found his groove as an offensive coordinator and as a play caller. Um, so... In a first year, I don't know where really more you can ask from the guy. Obviously, I was extremely critical, and it was deserved at the beginning of the year. Um, but with Tannehill inserted in the lineup, it really took our offensive and our attack to the next level. Doesn't mean there's not things to work on, which we hope we can improve upon for the playoffs. But again, we uh, with with the staff we had, I don't know how much more you could really ask from the guys. So prop, props to the coaching, props to the players. Um, thank you guys for, for all your hard work over the season as a fan. Uh, there were some real thrilling moments, and, and you know what? I'm as proud as I ever have been to be a Titans fan. Uh, let's talk real quick just about the Texans game. It was a 35-14 handling. Um, Houston was benching pretty much all their key players from, from the, for the entirety of the game, so we were facing an A.J. McCarron-led offense. Uh, Houston actually jumped out to a, a fast 7-0 lead, um, marched down our marched down the field against our defense rather easily. Uh, we really gave up no fight that first drive, but uh, after that we really settled down. It controlled the game the rest of the way. Um, MVP of the day, obviously Derrick Henry, uh, with uh, over 200 yards, three scores, and winning the rushing title. Props to Derrick on such a splendid, splendid season. Got over 1,500 yards on the season. He's our true workhorse. Uh, looks like he's back to full health after the hamstring injury, kept him sidelined for a little bit. Um, the guy's just an absolute monster. Um, our offense truly does run through him, and seeing him break off that 53-yard run to, to not only clinch the rushing, rushing title but just put an exclamation point on the victory uh, was, was thrilling. Derek, you are a special running back, a special player. Uh, once you get to the second level, man, it is just, it's off to pay dirt. We got a big decision on on whether uh, not to, to invest a big contract in you this offseason. I know there's a lot of 
you know, discussion around do running backs warrant it. Um, if, if if there's a guy in the league that does, I think it's Derrick Henry. He's a true pro. He's a great teammate. He's one of the leaders on this offense. And and I, I think we would be um, remiss to, uh, to consider this guy someone we can move on from. He's definitely someone we should be locking up and, and hopefully making a Titan for life. Uh, in addition to Derrick, we saw another big performance from uh, hopefully the Offensive Rookie of the Year, A.J. Brown. Um, huge, huge touchdown with uh, probably about 35 yards, 40 yards or so after the catch um, again against Houston to, to, to put us on the board in the first quarter. Uh, just, just an absolute monster with, with uh, another huge catch, um, 47-yard bomb on the sideline. I guess it was like the lowest, pers- lowest um, catch rate probability um, in the season. Comes down with it around a 6.2% probability, I believe it was. Absolutely impressive. Double teamed, uh, tracking the ball, getting down that toe tap. A.J. Brown is already making the types of plays that that your star vet receivers make. Um, obviously, there's still some growing pains he's having. Um, like, again, the, the Marshawn, going up against Marshawn Lattimore against New Orleans, uh, A.J. really wasn't much of a factor in the pass game. Um, obviously, still made an impact with, with, a, huge, uh, with a huge rush. But... Um, any way we can get the ball in this guy's hands, it, it tends to be um, an exciting play. He's averaging something like 20 yards a catch. Um, got a thousand yard receiving on only about 50 catches. Um, his 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 uh, game his game changing ability absolutely is there. He is 100% our number one receiver, um, and we're gonna we're gonna really need him to show up. And we're gonna need all our we're gonna need Derek to show up. We're gonna need Tannehill to show up. We're gonna need AJ to show up. We're gonna need really our three headed monster. Um, on offense to, to, to make the difference in the playoffs. We got, we got a huge, huge test ahead of us against New England. Uh, Saturday night, uh, New England lost to Miami, ended up getting the, getting the three seed in the playoffs rather than uh, the first round bye that went to Kansas City. So we're going to be traveling up to Foxborough, uh, 8.15 Eastern, 7.15 Central kickoff uh, on CBS. We got Romo and Nance again. We got the big boys announcing we're playing Tom Brady again, baby. Last time we played New England, it went our way. We crushed them 34-10 to last year in the regular season. However, they absolutely smoked us when we faced them in the divisional round um, in 2017 with the Mike Malarkey, Marcus Mariota-led team. Obviously, a lot can change. They're a totally different team. We're a totally different team. Um, they've been struggling as of late. However, they are. Uh, they're a 12-4 team. Um, they have a great defense, and they still have a guy named Tom Brady, who, although he has been struggling this season, this has probably been his worst season as a pro, showing the quote-unquote uh, jinx in the armor. They're still the New England Patriots, and uh, playoff Patriots tend to be a uh, totally different beast. I know Kyle Van Noy, uh, their stud linebacker, is already talking to the press, saying that you know this could be their revenge tour, um, kind of shutting up the haters. Um, and, 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 you know, the Titans are just the first step in getting revenge on us from a loss that happened over a year ago, whatever. Um, obviously, it doesn't mean much. It's just, it's just internal chatter for them. But if there's any team that knows how to self-motivate, it's New England, and we're going to have to be ready. But honestly, I just want to kind of talk a little bit about how we match up against New England. Um, I think this is definitely a game that we're going to be able to compete in. Um, I, again, I think we can play with anybody. Um, we, you know, we, we proved that over the season. We hung with New Orleans, not 100%. Um, we, we beat Kansas City. 
we're we're a very we're a good football team. We're a very good football team, um, and and we deserve to be playing good football against good teams, which is exactly what we're going to be doing on Saturday. Um, Tom Brady in the offense right now is 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 um, not nearly as threatening as they have been in the past. They struggle running the ball, uh, which which plays in our benefit because honestly we have been absolutely miserable against the run the past few weeks, um, whether it was Hyde with Houston two weeks ago or or Kamara with uh, with the Saints last weekend. Or I guess three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Um, our, our, off, our defensive line has been getting blown off the ball in the run game. Uh, linebackers not making an impact. Rashawn Evans, uh, Daquan Jones have just been not in, non-existent the past couple games. Um, I, I, I wish I could say I'm optimistic that it's going to change, and I don't mean to be getting all pessimistic now. Um, those guys have been terrible. They've been absolutely terrible. Um, we're gonna we're gonna need them to show up in the playoffs because we're not gonna win a play we're not gonna win in the playoffs we're not gonna be able to stop the run um, it's it's truly as simple as that uh, we got away with it um, a little bit um, again against New Orleans because ultimately it was a game that didn't really matter uh, the game against Houston ended up not totally mattering either but but now it's it's uh, losing you're out obviously so. Uh, some of our key defensive players that truly haven't uh, made an impact the past couple weeks, and I'll throw Byard in the mix. Kevin Byard has been an absolute ghost. Rashawn Evans, once again. Harold Landry, I mean, does, does he even play? Because I, I, don't, I don't see his number being called. Uh, I don't see him making plays. Uh, Derek Roberson has been um, a godsend, has... Um, Already, he's been able to rack up around three sacks in just two games of action, um, because obviously we're not getting any sort of pass rush from Landry's side. Um, I don't, I don't really know what to say. He's got nine sacks on the season. I couldn't think of one of them that was impactful in in the flow of the game. Uh, it's a little frustrating knowing that this was a guy with, that we had big time high hopes for. Um, he was a highly rated player coming out of Boston College. Fortunately for us, fell to the second round. We were able to grab him. But, God, he hasn't done anything for us uh, down the stretch. And, and Rashawn Evans, um, probably not even as effective of a player as he was as a rookie when he came on late last year and started getting more of the starter reps away from Woodyard. Uh, just just not, not, not playing good football. Uh, not playing well in space not making an impact in the run game, and, and not being the all-around linebacker that we really need him to be. Uh, J.M. Brown continues to be a solid player for us, obviously. Um, he didn't have a great game against either New Orleans or Houston, um, but I'm, I am more confident in Jayon showing up for these big moments than, than some of the other guys I mentioned. But um, uh, So th- that kind of – if while New England doesn't have a great run game – um, I, I think they're able to scheme things that, that can totally take advantage of our poor run defense, which, uh, which is something that Dean Pease is definitely going to have to shore up. But I think more than anything, it's just kind of those guys getting their, their heads out of their butts. Um, it, ultimately, it, it, a lot of it just comes down to effort and physicality, and I, I'm not seeing a ton of that from, from guys like Landry, guys like Jones, and guys like Evans. Um, Got to go play football, baby. And uh, also on offense, um, obviously with leading, Tom Brady leading the passing attack, uh, Edelman is their top their top threat. 
Uh, Mohamed Sanu was a guy that they got midseason, really hasn't made the impact that they were hoping for. Uh, it's a pretty horizontal offense. They, they try to, they're probably going to need to try a little bit of trickery here and there. But it's clear that New England without Gronkowski just uh, has, been, has been struggling to get the flow of the game and the flow of a passing attack that, that they had in the past. Again, that doesn't mean uh, that they're not going to be able to take advantage of our suspect pass defense. Fortunately, we're gonna, looks like we're going to be getting a Dory Jackson back. He practiced for the second time this week with, after uh, being sidelined for a while with a foot injury. Really missed him. Um, having him back will be, will be a big help. Hopefully it shores up the secondary as a whole because, again, Logan Ryan hasn't really been playing well. Bayard hasn't been playing well. Um, so I think we match up well with them in the, in the past game, but ultimately you give Brady enough time in the pocket, he's going to be able to pick apart absolutely anyone with any receivers. And unfortunately for us, we've been unable to rush the passer. Cough, cough, Harold Landry, um, Jeffrey Simmons, Jarrell Casey, uh, not really getting the interior impact that, that we need. Uh, this kid, Derek Roberson, has been playing well um, after being called up from the practice squad. Um, he he's a guy that I think can give us around 25 snaps a game and give us a lot of effort and, and high motor. Um, hopefully he can come up with a play here or there like he has been. But again, we're, we're needing a real uh, we're going to need to rely on on the guys that we're paying the big bucks to, and the high draft picks to do big things. Landry, Simmons, Casey, need you guys. Really need you guys here. We're gonna need you all all all, uh, all the month of January. Hopefully we're playing the entire month, but. Our defense has not been playing well, uh, and and th- this is the this is the time of the year that they're going to need to get it right because I don't think you can play poorly one game in, on defense in the, in the playoffs and and come out with a win. Um, even against a team like New England, although they're struggling, they're they're the New England Patriots, and they're going to be able to expose us uh, uh, any any way they can and any way they see fit because that's what they do, especially in the playoffs. Um, on the flip side of the ball for New England, they got they got an absolutely great defense. Uh, they started off the season as at an historical rate. They eventually cooled off a little bit, uh, but they're still very opportunistic. They're led by um, a great corner and stuff on Gilmore, who's going to be an interesting matchup against AJ Brown. Um, the thing about New England, though, this is a good 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 call out from uh, Mike Miracles with uh, Titans Music City Miracles. Um, every time. New England has given up 20 or more points this season. They've ended up losing the game. Uh, our offense is as explosive as it probably ever has been. Tannehill um, led the league in passer rating, uh, which was something that just doesn't happen for Titan fans. So knowing that, that Tannehill's red hot going to this game, our running game with, with Henry's rolling, um, offensive line is, is playing as consistently as it ever has been. Uh, could still probably do a little bit more in pass protection, but... We're running the ball really at will with Henry. It should be a pretty chilly, rainy game. Um, definitely not like a snowball-type game, but uh, the weather conditions should be playing into our favor. I think we're going to need to be leaning on Henry um, early and often. I, I think you know taking the air out of the ball, um, just keep keeping Tom Brady's sideline, try to keep that D on the field as long as we can. Um, taking what we learned from the, from the New Orleans game, and, and the way Marshawn Lattimore lined up mostly, not, not mostly primarily, really shadowed A.J. Brown. Um, I don't know, and really we didn't even look Brown's way. I don't know if that's because we didn't call Brown's number like we have been, and Lattimore just had him covered. 
Um, I don't know if it was just kind of an Arthur Smith decision, like, look, Lattimore's going to remove Joan, move Brown from the game. We're going to have to look elsewhere, which is just a terrible mentality to have. I hope that wasn't the case. But again, Stephon Gilmore, he's a great player. He's going to be playing against mostly A.J. Brown. A.J. is likely not going to be as accessible as he has been for us. Uh, that means it's going to be we're going to really need big games from Corey Davis, um, who has had success against New England in the past. I think Corey's locked in. I think he's going to be ready for the moment. Um, Janu Smith, um, another guy that is just a special ball player when he when he has the ball in his hands. Both Corey, AJ, and and Smith can definitely do some damage after the catch, and they and they've shown that they've been tough to take down after the catch with high um, high. Um, tackle-breaking rates throughout the season. Uh, Tajay Sharp is going to continue to need to play as consistently as he has been um, in Adam Humphrey's absence uh, with, with big-time performances on the sideline. Uh, he did have one bad drop against, against Houston that really killed a drive for us. But he's been moving the chains. He's been coming down with tough catches on the sidelines. Uh, he's been a consistent, reliable player for us where you know one drop, although glaring, yeah, given given his performance, otherwise, uh, I guess you you have to say you'll you'll take it. Um, those those are going to be kind of the three additional guys that that we're going to need performances from. I could see Vrabel and and uh, and Smith dialing up a bit for Ferksker here. Um, he's a guy that really hasn't gotten much play in the past couple of weeks ever since his drop against against um, against Houston on the goal line that ended up going for the interception by Merciless the other way. Uh, Ferksker really hasn't been part of the offense, and he was getting a lot of love prior. Uh, I, I think this is the game we look to get him involved uh, from the tight end position, finding soft spots against New England's defense. Uh, he's another guy that just is a reliable pass catcher, tends to find the open spot in the seam, and then he, he's pretty uh, he's pretty athletic after the catch too. Um, so again, like, with, with Tanhill playing as well as he has been, he has been distributing the ball. It's not like it's just been force-feeding A.J. the ball, although you know when we do get him the ball, good things happen. Hopefully A.J. is able to make an impact on this game because uh, he's, he's, our, he's a superstar in the making, and he's, he's our most explosive player on offense. But I think this is going to be a game where if we can kind of just drudge it out with Henry, uh, get the ball to kind of those secondary guys, just keep moving the chains, long drives, um, impactful drives really, really uh, suck suck the life out of that stadium early. Uh, we've been struggling to score early in games. I think we've only we scored 13 total first drive points, uh, which was an absolutely abysmal number. Seven of them came against Houston on week 17. We need to score early against against New England. Obviously, they can. Uh, they're always going to be in the game. Uh, it's not something we're going to be able to put them away early, but we're going to need to get the fan. We're going to need to suck the life out of that stadium uh, as soon as we can, and uh, you know, hopefully, come out with a W uh, in Foxborough on the road and quote unquote in this Patriots dynasty, guys. Uh, I know I have a monotone voice. I'm excited for this game. I cannot wait until 8:15 Saturday, um, and hopefully, we're talking about a win next week on Two Tone Nation. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great week and enjoy the game.